everybody and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda and I'm an early childhood educator in Ontario, Canada and this podcast is where I talk about all things kindergarten. I pick a topic for the week and I share my thoughts, my ideas, my learning around that topic. This week's episode I have another uh, set of guests that are on. I have Nicole and Sydney from Kind Kindies uh, coming on to share about their experiences about teaching in community and their experiences around bringing dramatic play into their classroom or classrooms. Uh, it is a, such a great conversation about the power of having a partner to teach and learn with in the kindergarten classroom. I know that my educators in Ontario will really, um, my kindergarten educators, at least in Ontario, will really connect with that partnership between two educators. And for those out there that, you know, have, um, co-workers that they would like to partner with or want to find a community to partner with. This is just such a great episode to listen to two people that have really figured it out for themselves and how they make it work to be such a benefit for their students. Before I hop into this episode, another note, I'm still sick. So if you listen to last week's podcast episode, I was so stuffy. I'm still sounding congested and nasally. I'm feeling a lot better. It's just very congested. So please um, excuse that kind of nasally voice I have going on for this podcast episode. I'm really hoping I start to feel better soon. But thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode and make sure you check out the show notes for any links that we talk about during this episode during the interview. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. Today, I have two people on from Kind Kindies. Nicole and Sydney are joining me today. I want to say a very warm welcome to both of them. Thank you so much for joining me. Would you mind taking a minute to tell the audience a little bit about yourselves? Absolutely. So, hi. <laughs> um, thanks so much for having us on. This is like such a cool opportunity for us. Um, we were just talking before we came on here, um, kind of about like what we do on our page and I don't know what we bring to the teacher gram. And we had that we came up with like a little like catchphrase and <laughs> <laughs> we think our like kind kindies has been like created through friendship and it's powered by kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have been like big followers of teacher gram for years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been teaching since 2016 mm-hmm. And, you know, people like Amanda, we've been following forever and like so many, a a pinch of kinder. We've just, you know, the typical everyone, all teachers follow these certain accounts. So we've been kind of like lurking in the shadows of Teachergram for a really long time. Um, But we kind of decided to take the plunge and kind of join ourselves. It was kind of, it came through with COVID. Mm -hmm. So um, Sydney and I were separated we were at two separate schools um the year kind of COVID started um and obviously couldn't work together couldn't see each other for quite a long time and kind kindies kind of came from that friendship and connection and just like wanting to feel connected to each other when we couldn't physically be together um and then now we're finally back together which is amazing but we just kind of want to keep putting that sense of like teacher connection friendship and pride we kind of want to just keep putting it out there for other people to have the same kind of feeling that we get to have yeah because it's such a joyous thing to like I don't know have a teaching partner but also yeah feel that that connection through teacher gram too um that maybe is like one of the most surprising parts about the teacher gram community I guess um is like the connection 
everybody. Yeah, it's crazy how connected you can feel to these people, people you've never met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like so many people I follow and I talk to really regularly, but I've never met them in person. Like we we yeah. just talk through Instagram DMs and like through likes and comments on each other's posts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, it, and it connects you to people like to other educators and to like other points of view that you wouldn't I guess, normally see in your day-to-day -day life. So it really has opened the door to a lot of different perspectives as well, which I love. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're yeah. both kindergarten teachers, right? Yes. Yes. And this year I've got a K-1 split. Okay. Um, and it was supposed to be more kindergartners and a couple of grade ones, but then with the number shifting, it ended up being 15 grade ones and five kindies. So oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> but then Nicole's a full K class. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been a little bit different this year with that and navigating that. Um, like a couple of years ago before we had gone mm -hmm. to different schools and before I went on maternity leave, um, we had taught kindergarten together um, in a community and it was such a powerful experience we had our kids together all day every day and it was so wonderful yeah. um, and then this year we haven't done that yet but we're trying to navigate this kk1 and some challenges and stuff so hopefully we'll um, get back to the the community part soon because yeah something that we really enjoy yeah working community is like we talk, we talk a lot about this, but th we find there's a big difference between like being, you know, co-teachers or team teachers and working as a community with another teacher. Yeah. Um, we, with COVID, obviously we couldn't merge our classes for a while. And mm -hmm. now that we can, it's the K-1 situation, <laughs> but um, we have an intern um, working with us this year and she was covering like my class yesterday for a bit of time. And so I went into Sydney's room just to mm -hmm. support, I guess. And it was this moment that we haven't had in so long yeah. of we were just in the room together and kind of like experiencing something with a student. And, you know, you're looking, you you want another adult connection in the room. Sometimes a kid says something or yeah. something really meaningful or something really funny. And like you're the only adult in the room to kind of like experience that. So yeah. it was like kind of nice, like look across the room at each other and, and be share. like, yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> we shared that moment together versus me just like telling you at lunch about something that happened in yeah. my class, you know? Yeah. And so hopefully where, one day. And you, where are you two based out of? Kelowna. British Columbia. British Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Sometimes um, I have listeners from like all over. And so you'll say, okay. like, they'll be like, I don't know where that is. Yeah. So British <laughs> Columbia. So yeah. in Ontario, like you're talking about this, but in Ontario, I'm an early childhood educator. And so mm -hmm. I work with a teaching partner. So I've always oh. in a kindergarten class mm -hmm. had another adult in the room with me most of the time. Sometimes she's not there, but like 90% of the day, I have another adult in the class with me. And yeah, it's that ability to sometimes just like look up at another adult in the room. And like, sometimes it's to be like, have you heard this? This is so exciting. And other times it's like, am, am I the one that's going insane? Like what's happening right now? Yes. Kind of giving that look like, is it me? Is it me the problem right now? Or is something going on with this child? And yeah, that extra adult in the room to have those like little moments with is awesome sometimes. Yeah. It's just like, sometimes we talked about this a little bit too, like sometimes teaching can be lonely and isolating because um, you're in your room. If you don't have a CEA or whatever, like it's just you all the time and, mm -hmm. um, and you only connect with other teachers at lunchtime and it's always busy and stuff. But, but yeah, being able to like work together in community, it's mm -hmm. such a, yeah, it's such a powerful thing. 
and so important for the kids too. Like yeah. we can do everything together. We plan everything together. Mm-hmm. We our kids are parallel days. Like yeah. they're doing the same activity in their class while my kids are doing the same activity mm-hmm. in our class. Um, but having them like merge mm-hmm. and have that experience to um just open up their friendship circle yeah. too, like rather than just like the 20 kids in their one classroom, they have 40, 40 kids yeah. to be friends with. And we found this too. Um, obviously we all try our best to have these amazing relationships with each and every one of our students, yeah. but sometimes there's just like personality differences and mm-hmm. like you, you don't quite vibe right away with a student. <laughs> Yeah, but we found that when we like merged our classrooms, there were students that she might have had a more of a difficult time connecting with. Mm -hmm. Like right away, I felt like, oh, we have this in common that I can talk to them about, and like vice versa. So it also kind of offered the students like a different opportunity to bond with another teacher. That was such a relief too. Like yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, that's it's so true because so many times not so many times, but there's, there's often times when you're just like, yeah, the vibe is just not the same, right? Like everybody connects mm-hmm. in a different way to different people. Mm-hmm. And having that second person gives the opportunity for another person to connect with that child that you might just not have that deep connection with. And I think that's normal. Like you're not going to connect oh, yeah. with everybody in your life. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I, I do find that as well with my teaching partner. There's just some kids that like, and it's even that the kids themselves, they seem to want to go to one adult over the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's just even the child having more of a connection with the adult. So it, it works both ways as well, that it just gives them more opportunities to have adults in their lives that care about them and want to be teaching them and just yeah, I, I love, I love the word community you're using as well. I use the word like in Ontario, we use the word partnership. So it's oh, a kindergarten okay. partnership, but I love that community word as well. Like it's, it, it involves so much more than just like having a partner. It's more of a community where, and I think that involves the students as well. Whereas partnership, Absolutely. it's all about the adults. That yeah. word community now brings those kids into it as well. So I really like yeah. that word. Yeah, you guys can start using it over there if you want. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. The classroom community instead of just like the the partnership between the two adults. I think that's yeah. really a powerful shift in like how we think about the classroom. Absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the yeah. parents too. Oh yeah. Like that was a huge, like the community piece was huge involving like not just in yeah. the classroom, but involving the parents as part of that learning experience. We didn't too. start off that year by teaching in community. We started mm-hmm. off like planning together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would kind of like teach little lessons together. But then in third term, we took it on as as like a full-on community all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And we sent out some like letters to the parents just letting them know, but they knew both of us. Yeah. just from being around and stuff and they knew that we worked together mm-hmm. um but yeah they were like pleasantly surprised and like I don't know they were so great about it so yeah we had such great feedback yeah and we have, I, we've had parents asking again like we have gonna... almost every year are yeah. you coming to teaching community again yeah. like they're always asking like now the siblings are coming yeah. to kindergarten and like the yeah. word on the street <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love the parent involvement as well. Yeah. Just making sure that families are involved in that process and like bringing them in to that community is, is also mm-hmm. really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I often hear working in Ontario where it is that I'm going to put, I'm going to use the word partnership because that's the one I use all the time, but because it's more focused on the adults, I often hear educators having um, difficulties in a partnership, like mm-hmm. because you two started off as friends, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were like 
colleagues, I guess, in the teaching program. We went through the program yeah. together okay. and then became friends. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely then... became the closest through that year with in community. Yeah. Yeah. That was like what, okay. yeah. but we, we did have that really, we knew that we would work well together. Like we yes. did have that. We weren't like forced, forced to work together or anything. No, we were. Yeah. So that's yeah. what sometimes happens with the yeah. Yeah. teacher partnership. Two people are like, forced to work together and like sometimes it just doesn't like again the vibe just might not be there for those two people and so I often hear uh hear about like partnerships are just not working because like the two people might have different philosophies or might have two different attitudes towards like teaching in kindergarten and yeah it can be a difficult um relationship to navigate like I, I call like my teaching partners like my work wife because yeah. I see her <laughs> so much more than I even see my husband sometimes yeah. <laughs> we're together all day every day for so long do you find you guys are like similar personalities or completely different so my teaching partner and I last year we were the same person we started talking <laughs> and like we had so many things in common we're like oh we're the same person <laughs> and like just copied and pasted and then I have a new teaching partner this year and we're we get along amazingly well but we are different we are very okay. different in yeah. um, our not our like necessarily our philosophies but just in our experiences and how we do things and so we have mm-hmm. had to like talk about things and find common ground on different things which mm-hmm. I also find great because that makes me like think through things in the classroom which is another great thing about having that partner is like you talk about things out loud and you get to like why am I doing this is this because Mm -hmm. it's always been done this way or is this what's really best for the kids and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. having that partnership to like talk back and forth with each other I think is really powerful yeah it's such an opportunity for growth for sure yeah Yeah. Yeah. That's just one of those things that, um, comes up often because I'm an early childhood educator and people know me in Ontario. Um, they often come to me with like, uh, problems in partnership. And I often say like, you have to find that common ground, right? Like it's not that one of you is right. It's just coming together and doing what's best for your students at this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being really tricky. We think about that too all the time. And like, we have the professional autonomy here in BC, at least to Mm -hmm. choose whether we work independently in a classroom or whether we work in collaboration with um, our team teachers. Um, But we did really have that foundation. So we just always say, try if you don't because people ask us now too about like how we made it work with us. Mm -hmm. And we always say like, try to get to know that person just as a human being yeah. first like, yeah like coffee with them go on a wine tour like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like build it's like so important that relationship piece we yeah. know it's important with our students mm-hmm. and if you're going to be working and inviting people into your classrooms and sharing this learning space with other adults mm-hmm. that you also take the time to build that relationship with them too yeah yeah, that's so important. That relationship outside of work. That's where I always say like, oh, people will say like, oh, I have a new partner this year. I'm like, go out for coffee, go out to yeah. do something together, like yeah. get to know them outside of the work life yeah. so that you can build like a foundation of a relationship together. Cause that is so important because Absolutely. so much time together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you both plan everything? Well, I know now it's a little bit harder because it's a K1 split. Mm-hmm. but do you plan a lot of their or like you said you 
um, mimic, not mimic, that's not what you, the word you use, but you will use the same centers in both classes. So do you take time to plan together? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, we are lucky enough, we get our preps together. Yeah. Our weekly, um, we have two a week, so yeah. we have that time together, but we still after school, before school, on the weekends. We're here on the weekend. We're about to work on stuff after this. Yeah. <laughs> we do everything together. And, and um, yeah, eventually we hope to be doing it mostly together. But right now, for instance, what we'll do is plan everything together. And then, like, I'll take the stuff for one week and she'll take the stuff for a week. Mm-hmm. And then we'll swap. So we're planning, like, two weeks worth of, like, you said, like, stations. Yeah. Ahead of time. Like, the morning out. Like yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, everything's planned together. And then with Sydney right now with the K1, we're just kind of extending. So okay, yeah. we have these materials. How can we extend that for the grade one kids? Yeah. And like when we're doing writing, like right now I'm doing an illustration unit for writing. Mm. Sydney's already jumping in to her writing program, yeah. obviously, because they're they have that foundation there. Yeah. So we're both doing writing in that same half hour block. It mm-hmm. just might look a little bit different. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I that yeah when we are teaching a community again hopefully yeah but yeah everything will be differentiated Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're able to take more of the kindergarten like philosophy and extend it into grade one as well which is really nice so that they're you're able to extend that yeah extend that little bit of learning into the grade one as well so that's really nice to be able to bring that to those grade ones that were just in kindergarten and we expect them to like hop into right? one yeah honestly we should extend the kindergarten philosophy through grade six like yes. <laughs> we're putting kindness on how to share <laughs> we're pretty lucky here in in bc with how our curriculum is laid mm-hmm. out though because the kindergarten and grade one curriculum are very similar yeah okay that's good yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. it's here it's very much all the same. is it okay oh. yeah so our like concepts are all pretty much the same like the yeah. big ideas are all the same and then it's just maybe the grade ones are expected to know like three facts about that whereas the k's you know can generate two facts about it so it's a lot of repeating it is yeah for them but I think it's good because it kind of gives them two years to really get a lot of these concepts a real long soft start yeah because (laughs) like in some areas like I don't know if where you are in Ontario mm-hmm. we've heard that there's like the two-year kindergarten like yeah. kindergarten year one year two k mm-hmm. yeah. so I feel like it's kind of like that mm-hmm. only it's pushed more into like the grade one a little bit yeah yeah I wish they would push it more into the grade one here we have a kindergarten program document that is like a 300 plus page like behemoth of a text that's oh. all about play-based learning yeah. and like, it follows a play-based learning philosophy has all this great research and then you go into grade one to like eight and it like is no longer that play-based learning. Oh. Like you're, you like, obviously teachers can yeah. teach right. the way they want to teach. So they, but it's not embedded into the curriculum. Like it is for the kindergarten program. Yeah. It's like two different worlds when they, when they bounce, when they go to grade one. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So I love this whole community thing that you guys have going on. And I love that you started your foundation in the relationship between the two of you. And then you bring that to your students and you base it, you said it in kindness and in in respect. Is that what the other one was? 
Um, like created through friendship powered by kindness. <laughs> okay, I love that. Like the friendship and you're modeling that for your students as well. So you're modeling like healthy relationships for your students in front of them yeah. and showing them how to do that, which is fantastic, which I is another aspect I love about having um, a teaching partner is like mm-hmm. they see us communicating and how we talk to each other and how we can be respectful to each other. And sometimes we model how to not be respectful to each other and like they get yeah. to see like, Hey, this is how, if I spoke to my teaching partner this way, that wouldn't be nice. You guys can't talk to each other like that. So it's, it's nice to have that other adult there for that as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We do that all the time. <laughs> and in the, like when it's not a good match too, yeah. like we talk a lot about like friends that are good for working together with yeah. and friends that are good for like playing together with. Yeah. And I always say to my friends, like Miss Fody is like a super good friend for me to go outside and play with, but she might not always be like the best friend for me to sit beside at a meeting because we just want to talk the whole time. Right. So we always like use ourselves as examples in that way. And they're like, ah, they are always talking. So I love that. Um, I was perusing your guys's Instagram account, which for everybody listening, you have to go follow the kind kindies Instagram. I will link it for everybody to be able to go find it because it was just such a like naturally like soothing feed to go um, scroll through. I really enjoyed it. Um, I saw a lot around dramatic play and um, that has not been necessarily my focus in the past few years, but I do want to come back to being really focused on dramatic play and allowing that kind of play for my students. Um, do you guys do a lot of dramatic play in your classrooms? Yeah, so we have we have dramatic play centers actually that we sell on our Teachers Pay Teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started this Instagram thing, we also alongside that started at Teachers Pay Teachers mm-hmm. um, just for like a little bit of extra income. And I don't know, I... I like taking over that stuff. Like I like being creative and that's mm-hmm. been great for me. Um, I, it just kind of morphed into like us making dramatic play centers. <laughs> yeah, it didn't mean to be like our thing, but it kind of happened that way. But the students love it. Like seeing them interact with each other. Like we have a, we have like a fall coffee mm-hmm. shop one and a fall bakery. So seeing them like play out these real life scenarios yeah. in like their little kindergarten and grade one like minds and like the way that they do things is so adorable. Um, it's, I don't know. It's very sweet. Yeah. I think like for like people don't know us super well, but like mm-hmm. in our, in our partnership, mm-hmm. um, Sydney's definitely the creative one, the artsy one. She wants to make things and create things and make them look really pretty. Yeah. And then I'm more like the organized, a like business. we need to get this done <laughs> kind of a person. So we, that's how we go so well together. Yeah. Cause if we I wasn't that. here, they would probably <laughs> do art and play like all day. And then I'm like, we have to do literacy. Yeah. And, literacy too. <laughs> and so that was honestly kind of dramatic play is kind of like the best of our relation or our personalities kind of melded together. Yeah. Because for me, what I find so empowering about dramatic play, why I've always been drawn to it is incorporating those literacy and numeracy aspects mm-hmm. in play in real life scenarios. So like my first year, Sydney knows, I was like, I have to get a grocery center in my room. Yeah. I think you actually went to Value Village and got me like a really- I did, I forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, like a thrifted. <laughs> and I was like, it was so sweet of her. It was a surprise. And I was like really big. Like, I feel like I was trying to do um, like addition mm-hmm. and they weren't like getting the concept of it. And the numbers on paper just weren't making sense. And I was like, I need physical things. They can connect to going to a grocery yeah. store. This makes sense for them. So we started talking about like buying an apple and a banana and adding those numbers together. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that was kind of where eventually I ended up getting this really cool grocery store <laughs> center <laughs> off of Scholastic, which is like my favorite thing. So I was like already like really into the dramatic play just from like trying to weave literacy and numeracy into things mm-hmm. so much. But my things weren't cute. So <laughs> we interested were, me. Interested me. <laughs> She's like, I can help you with this, but just make it look a little bit better. Yeah. And yeah, that's our dramatic play center. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love like that merger of like, I don't know if it's exactly like type A and type B, but like kind of like that kind of merging of two I'm different like, lines. Like X or something. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're still using your dramatic play in grade one? Yeah, we just we just actually set up our like coffee shop and the bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, it not only is great for the kids, but it's also like very adorable for decor. <laughs> but yeah, we it just are happy too. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, we're using it with the grade ones too. I I let them go there during like play centers. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they have like a free moment, if they've you know finished their writing for the day or whatever, they have some extra time, then um, I let them go there. But yeah, there's like a little calculator. And yeah, yeah usually they'll have two on one side that are like the, the coffee shop workers or whatever, mm-hmm. the baristas, and then to the other side that are like the, the clients. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how kids are changing. And like, it's not the kids that are changing, but it's just like the experiences that they're exposed to, I guess, are, are changing. I had like a Starbucks cup the other day and it had water in it. It didn't even have Starbucks in it. I just had one of those reusable um, cups. And when the kids is like, are you drinking strawberry SIE refresher? And I'm like, yeah, water, but I wish it was. (laughs) How do you know what that is? (laughs) I had a student actually the other day talk about how her mom got her like a vanilla steamer, vanilla bean steamer <laughs> in the morning from Starbucks. And I was like, oh, you bougie. <laughs> I know. It's just so like, I don't know. I would never, not as a kid, like, I don't think my mom ever brought me to a coffee shop. No. They were even a thing back then that brought yeah. me right. to a coffee shop. <laughs> and like for her to say strawberry acai refresher, I'm like, those are some big words for a four year old. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And so they can bring those like real life experiences through dramatic play and they can act out the things that they're doing. And then again, tying in that home life into the school, like those are things that they're doing with their families or doing with their Mm -hmm. peers and that they're bringing into the classroom. And it just, it's such a great way for them to explore that and to, you know, play with their friends and develop those relationships together. I love dramatic play. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? I loved talking about the partnership. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Um, well, speaking of like partnerships, yeah, speaking <laughs> of partnerships, do you want to? Yeah, sure. We've like, we've had the opportunity through the teacher ground to mm-hmm. partner with a bunch of different, like awesome companies. Yeah. Um, just reaching out to them or them reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just did, we wanted to quickly talk about one that we're really excited yeah. about. Yeah, um, it's it. called Kinder Planned. I don't know if you've heard about it or not. I've not heard about it, but I'm going to look into okay, it. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Um, so Mariah from A Playful Purpose, mm-hmm. um, she's like, she's awesome. But um, <laughs> she invited us to um, be a part of like promoting or talking about um, Kinder Plan. So it's like year long plans mm-hmm. to help with like the Sunday scaries, basically. And it's, yeah, literacy, numeracy. Yeah fine motor, basically all the plans that 
a kindergarten teacher would ever need. Yeah. Um, they're broken down into like monthly packets or you can get them, um, I think for the whole year. You can do it for the whole year. Yeah, yeah the whole year or monthly. But yeah, it's, it's really nice because we all like have teachers pay teachers and we all have like bought this and bought that. And yeah. uh, I forget, like, I think I had a station when it was this, but you can't find it and you're scrolling through your purchases. You're and it's your like, stuff together. And it's we actually mess. just, we literally did this the week before Mariah reached out to us yeah. when there are teachers pay teachers. Yeah. And we're like, what is happening here? I was like, wow, I've spent so much money. Yeah, that was wild. another part of it. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> but Mariah reached out and it's, so it's, it's plans like for the, like mm-hmm. October, it actually launches today when we're recording this um which is the 15th of October yeah. um but so the October plans will be out but the on the 15th of the month before mm-hmm. like the November plans will come out for instance and it's like a full monthly sent to you through your email like Sydney said literacy numeracy mm-hmm. um fine motors everything's just in one spot so it's like you have this one yeah google drive that has everything in it yeah. You don't have to be looking through your pins that you pinned on Pinterest. <laughs> and there's so many options yeah, to I'm scroll so through. About <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing that we're really like, it's really cool to be a part of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I'll link everything in the show notes for those that are listening that want to go and check it out. And I'll make sure I put your Instagram so they can go check you out on Instagram and any other like relevant links that they'll need from you guys. It was so nice speaking to you both. Um, you too. I, and I, I know now another Instagram connection that at least I've seen you guys relatively in person. Yeah. (laughs) So that's nice. So I really want to thank you both for joining me. And so make sure you go check out Nicole and Sydney over on kind kindies and yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Amanda. This has been so awesome. Like we're nervous to do this, but Mm -hmm. also super excited experience. Yeah. Check it off the bucket list. (laughs) Thank you so much.